Hello and welcome to another week of Music Review Roulette, where each week we take a listen to three songs we've never heard before and we review them on the spot. So let's get started with our first track of the day. No Hurry by Minneapolis songwriter Sean Stilton, and it's off his new album that will be coming out shortly called All Is Quiet. Um, It'll be coming out at the end of October, and so we'll share some more information about that as it comes out. But um, Steve and I have a long history with Sean. Actually, uh, the first band that I ever played uh, cello in was with Kip, and that was with Steve and Sean in college. 
Um, so uh, it, it's great to see that Sean is still writing music, and this is a little bit of a different style than he had before, however, in the same vein, of course. But this song is dedicated to his son, Oliver, who was born um, less than a year ago. I believe he's under a year. And um, Sean wrote that uh, the song is about his son, and it focuses on wondering what his future will be like and hoping for the best for him. In the end, I am in no hurry to know um, and trying to soak in every moment with this little guy. Um, so I, I love how this is definitely a, a lullaby type of a song. Um, it captures that innocence um, and that just hope as a new parent that um, you're doing the right things and that you're hoping he will, um, you know, become everything that he wants to be. And it's always that curiosity and, and fun to see kids growing in the moment and where are they going to be and what are they going to do. Um, and so Sean said that, you know, he had the song all recorded, ready to go, you know, studio quality. And then one day as he was playing guitar for him, he decided to play the song and, and his son Oliver was cooing and smiling. And so he played it again, but recorded it on his phone. And so all the noises that you heard of Oliver in the background was his reaction in the moment. Um, he said he liked it enough and decided to add a little reverb and scratchy uh, record effect in the back, and there you have it. And sometimes, you know, it's not about being um, at the best studio in the world and getting the best uh, sound. It's about capturing the moment that, that makes the song um, so unique and special. And so, Sean, I love what you did here to, to capture... Um, Oliver in the moment. I think that'll be a special treasure that not only um, you guys will have, but uh, you can share with with Oliver as he gets older. So um, as always, uh, you are a wonderful songwriter and um, you did a great job with the song. Can't wait to hear the whole album. I think you pretty much covered exactly what, what I was going to say. So Instead of reviewing the song, I'm just going to tell a quick story. So we are on our way to Marquette, Michigan to play a show, um, Thea and Sean and I. Not once, not twice, but thrice, we saw a single shoe in a parking lot three times. A single shoe. So who's out there just giving away shoes to the parking lot? Just leaving one shoe in the parking lot. And now that I've said this, you're going to notice... More single shoes and parking lots, I swear to God. All right, anyway, the song was amazing. Um, Sean, I, I love the idea that you had this recorded and then just went back and did it on your phone. And to be honest, I think it sounds really good for a, a phone capture. And it captures, like you just said, the sentiment of the song so well because it's real. It's, you know, I there was a story about, was it... Um, Billy Joe from Green Day and actually Kurt from Nirvana, um, two separate songs, um, just lying down on a couch with an acoustic guitar in the studio and playing the song. And the mic happened to be on, and that was like the final take of both songs. And uh, I just can't remember the name of either song right now, but um, it was on uh, Nirvana, Nevermind, and uh, Green Day's uh, American Idiot, I believe. So um, I will find those. Anyway, um, I, you know, same idea here, just letting the song shine through. And Sean's got one of those 
I think timeless voices. Um, you can tell he has influences from the Beatles, number one, Elvis Presley. And Kiss. And Kiss, of course, Kiss. And um, he's just got, you know, one of those voices that uh, it's, it's got um, such a, you know, a, a vibe about it that it seems like it, it could have been um, recorded yesterday or 50 years ago. And, uh, you know, it, it sounds good um, no matter what era, um, you know, the song was indeed uh, recorded. The influences span generations, I think, with his songwriting. Um, and this is an awesome song. So, Sean, thanks so much for sending this to us. And people, um, yeah, look out for single shoes and parking lots. And if you're in and around the Minneapolis area, um, Sean will be having his CD release. Again, it's All Is Quiet uh, coming up in October here on October 21st at Park Tavern, um, actually in St. Louis Park, which is uh, near Minneapolis there. Um, so please go support him, go support local music. And Sean, I just have to end with, um, you know, your song writing is wonderful and you've really come a long way with your lyrics because um, I remember back in the day there were song lyrics made up in the studio. Like, um, I'm still not sure what a backyard boo is, but it's forever ingrained into my mind. So thank you. And uh, let's get on to our next song. In my walls you live Where I thought you would behave A house full of remains And I feel the same After people is so much
Bombs Will Fall by a Milwaukee band twin brother. If you have not heard of these guys and have not checked them out, um, I strongly recommend it. Um, really love the new tunes, guys. Um, they have a CD coming out very soon. Um, and uh, this group describes themselves as indie rock soul. Um, and I think what struck me um, first about this song is the really powerful vocals at the beginning. Um, the vocals with the harmonies, and um, I can just imagine it um, in a big warehouse or something with all that echoey reverb. Um, and I really kind of, it, it sets a tone to the song, which, um, um, and I could be making this up, but uh, talking about bombs will fall at night, and it's a song about, you know, hoping for peace and love, and um, just kind of gives an emptiness to that beginning. Um, but what is really uh, interesting is I, I love at the beginning where, um, and in, within the first verse where uh, there's little touches of the horns and uh, guitar licks that happen in, in little uh, rhythmic parts. And as the song goes on, all those um, get introduced in with different melodies or um, textures and really builds and builds and builds until the end um, where... I don't know, I just kind of feel like maybe it's this tension building. Um, and uh, I, I really love the the writing and the layering that they did with all those parts, especially the, the horns and um, those guitar solos. So uh, that was really cool to hear. And um, I didn't realize, but there are six people in this band. Uh, and when you listen to the music, I think they did a really good job of adding parts where it needs to be added and things were not um, overplayed or overpowering other instruments. I could hear, um, you know, lots of different uh, textures and parts in there. And so um, that's really hard to do when you have that many people in a group. So um, great songwriting, guys. All right. I really like this one. Um, I love the evolution of the song, how it kind of builds to this um, grandeur at the end. Uh, with all six instruments sort of combining to join this sort of parade of sound. Um, I, I really like the, uh, the trumpet, especially. I, I love how it kind of creates like a fanfare type of atmosphere at the end. Um, you know, at, at first I, I was kind of like, I, I'm not sure, like, is this, maybe it was a little too low key and then it just started to pick up and pick up and the energy and it, it just, it really got me. And I, I kind of hear, um, some blues inspiration in the songwriting as well. There's sort of, um, you know, some grittiness to it and heartfelt lyrics and, um, just a, a bit of soul, you know, music, um, intertwined here. And, uh, I think that really gives it some, you know, some, I guess, soul in the music as well. Um, so I really, really like this release. I've heard of these guys, but I haven't actually sat down to listen to them. So I'm looking forward to hearing um, this, this entire release. And um, these guys are playing, if you do want to hear them, and uh, as we do as well, they're having their CD release party. Um, it's coming up at... Um, uh, where is this at? This is going to be at Anodyne uh, Coffee. Um, it's on Bruce Street here in Milwaukee uh, with another great artist who we've uh, reviewed, Abby Jean. 
and then Twin Brother and Dramatic Lovers. Um, and this is going to be on September 22nd. So you're going to want to be sure to uh, check that out because, I, you know, with the uh, anodyne capacity at 250 people about, I can see this one selling out or being close to it. So uh, be sure to check that out September 22nd. Um, and we will as well. So um, with that, let's uh, move on to our last song of the day. was Become Zero by Helen Money. Um, and this group is really uh, Allison Chelsea, who is a cellist, um, I believe, from the Chicago area, now lives in L.A. Um, but I've been really inspired by her and other cellists lately, um, just to see how how cellists do things differently with their instrument than, than the normal. And um, I really love how Chelsea puts a lot of um, thought into um, 
the writing and the meaning behind it. So this whole album that that Allison wrote um, is an exploration of um, emotions and intense music, and it was written after the death of both of her parents. Um, and so um, this album really um, amplifies uh, her um, sadness and but also beauty that's that's the the nice thing about a cello is that it really is one of those emotive instruments you can do so many different things with um and she's done some really great things here she on this song she collaborated with a drummer um and some other musicians and um uh i really like how there's the effect on the cello it gives it this really gritty um and i can almost um you know, relate to that, that feeling of, um, loss. And, um, I know there's a lot of emotions that go into that, that process of, um, you know, anger and emptiness. And, um, you can just feel that grittiness, that rawness that, uh, loss has this, this power of doing, um, to, to people's emotions and, and through that journey. Um, and so I really love the the drum beat in the back that just keeps it driving. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, I, I've, I've dealt with the loss of a parent and um, I can relate to, um, I guess, that you feel like you're on automatic pilot sometimes. You just, and that's what that drum beat really reminded me of. Um, and I guess this is just my interpretation and maybe uh, I'm just going into strange places, but um I could really connect with this. And uh, as I was reading a little bit more about this album, I really, really enjoy um, her thought behind um, creating this. You know, she, she ties in um, adding some pieces uh, to some of her pieces that uh, at the end um, where there was a, um, a reference to um, a, the sound of a satellite pinging, and that was to incorporate um, ideas of her father who had worked on the Apollo and, and space shuttle programs. And um, she was really into um, the box suites, and she was working on the fifth, which is actually my favorite, and that's it's a very the darkest of all of the box suites uh, where you actually tune down one of your strings so you really get this intense um, deep feeling, um, emotive, um, sound from the cello. And so she wrote a whole entire song based on, on that suite, um, which is really cool too, called Blood and Bone. So, um, and every song on this album has, uh, a, a title that I think, uh, all carries in together things like, uh, every confidence, Becoming Zero, Radiate, Blood and Bone. Um, so I really like all of the thought process that she put into this. Um, right now she's out on European tour, and I know she'll be back in the U.S. Um, at some point soon, but she's definitely one of those um, artists that I would love to see live because uh, recording, um, I can really hear and relate to a lot of her music. So I'm sure a live experience would just be um, taking it to that next level. I was really impressed with the recording of this as well. Um, this is her debut on Thrill Jockey Records, 
And it sounds like she had recorded uh, previously with Steve Albini in Chicago, who uh, notoriously he records right to tape. So you don't really get that flexibility of working digitally. And she said this is the first time they recorded digitally and just sort of liked the flexibility of that and having the freedom to sort of do whatever she wanted to. And I think there's there's sort of layers of drums back there that kind of build up and the cello sounds like uh, a symphony of cellos you know like there's stacks on stacks of of cello effects and sounds and um it's really it's got a lot of power for just a, a drummer and a celloist um so i'm like i said i'm really impressed with the um with the the power and the recording quality of this, um, and it sounds like um, Helen's actually played. Um, when I when I say the heaviness and of the cello, literally she's played with metal bands. Um, so she's she's been on tour with metal bands, um, and then she also um, played with Shellac, who actually Steve Albini's band. Um, so so that was pretty cool, and I know um, one of the bands she plays with. Uh, was um I think who was it? It was like Russian Circles, who's a really cool metal band. And then I know she was out on tour with uh, Bob Mold, who I am a fan of as well, and um and the incredible stuff that um he had done um back with um Husker Du in Minneapolis and uh, R.I.P. to uh, Grant Hart, of course, who recently passed away. Um, but she, you know, she's got all of these cool bands that she plays with and she's got her own sound. And I, you know, I really, really like this sort of, um, sound she goes out with it, like Portis head. She's actually played with as well. And they're so experimental and cutting edge and she's just doing that on her own level. Um, with her music as well as the bands that she chooses to play with so it's really neat to um, you know to have her and uh, sort of her musicianship and uh, and as much as she contributes to other bands she's really making a name for herself here with this new album so we appreciate you um, submitting and uh, we've got uh, some pretty cool bands today so I'm I'm uh, I'm hoping you guys like these as well. Um, if you do, and if you would like to have your music reviewed on our show, please just email me at stevewarass at gmail.com. Make sure to check out Shop FM and uh, download their app so you can get our show uh, delivered to you every Monday, along with other Wisconsin podcasts. Um, if you want to, you can subscribe to us on Stitcher or iTunes. And um, every uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, we'll be uh, on your feed. Um, Thanks again for stopping by, checking out our humble podcast. Uh, We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.